being newlyweds is an exciting time in the marriage journey, but have you known some newly married friends who found out that they were expecting a wedding night or honeymoon baby soon after marriage too? We're going to delve into that topic today as we launch season two, so stay tuned. Welcome to Happy Life, a podcast brought to you by INC Media Audio that aims to help newlyweds navigate through the first years of marriage. I'm Myrtle Aligato, and I've been married to my husband, Paul, since 1999. And later, we'll hear some Bible-based advice through Brother Felmar Serrano, a minister of the gospel in the Church of Christ. Inspiration to make your marriage thrive, you're listening to Happy Life. In season one of Happy Life, we talked about adjustments as newlyweds and the transition from the big day to your new life as husband and wife. Imagine now that one of those adjustments also includes welcoming a baby. And today we have with us 30 and Bianca all the way from London. Their wedding was in April of 2021, so another pandemic wedding. (laughs) Hi, 30 and Bianca, and thanks so much for joining us on Happy Life. Hi, Myrtle. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for having us. Well, how are you two doing over there in London? We're good. We're We're good. good. (laughs) A bit sleep deprived, but we're good. (laughs) That's to be expected. So can you tell us a little more about your wedding and, you know, your life together immediately afterwards? So we got married last year, April 29, 2021. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We have been in a long distance relationship for a couple of years. So she lives in Hamburg, Germany. And the wedding was on the 29th of April. And shortly afterwards, maybe three three days after, mm. she left uh, to go back to, to go Germany back. To, to fix some paperwork <laughs> and um, to handle some government things yeah. for the wedding. Oh, wow. Like only three days? Yeah, it was kind of like a bittersweet. Like it was like <laughs> from the high of, of the wedding. And then like, all of a sudden, like the, the sadness of like saying goodbye straight away, <laughs> like a few days after. So... You had your wedding and then you went back to being kind of like an LDR couple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but then it wasn't for too long because 30 then uh, came to Hamburg to stay with me uh, in June until August, which was nice. Um, so we got to spend some time in Hamburg as well before I finally moved um, to to the UK in September 2021. We always said looking back, it's not going to be long, but in the moment. It felt- in the moment, it always feels long. You know, that's true. I mean, it was, what, four or five months, so it's kind of significant. So, you know, a third of the year or or whatnot. So, But, you know, on our episode today, we're talking about having a honeymoon baby or expecting a baby in your first year of marriage. So, you know, first of all, congratulations to both of you on the recent birth of your baby girl. So when was she born and what's her name? Thank you. Uh, She was born on the 19th of January, 2022. And her name is Evie Grace Maxino. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. You know, first time parents, you must be, as you said, sleep deprived, but at the same time, you're you're probably ecstatic that she's finally arrived. But you know, when we were looking into discussing this topic, we found that there were pros and cons to becoming pregnant right away after the wedding. You know, for example, some pros are if you're worried about having problems conceiving, you know, at least you'll find out right away and you'll have avoided the question many people ask right after you get married, you know, when are you having kids? When are you having kids? And on the other hand, some cons are that having a baby means a huge change in your life right away, which also means you won't really have that time to adjust to one another during the newlywed phase. 
And also your friends might not be at the same stage as you or, you know, ready to have children of their own. So you might not be able to see your friends as much. So why don't you tell me about how you found out about your pregnancy, Bianca, and what it was like? Um, so I found out when I was back in Germany. Uh, <laughs> it was a month after when uh, yeah, I was waiting for that time of the month <laughs> to uh, come and it wasn't coming. So I was like, okay, maybe it's time for me to actually check because um, <laughs> there's a possibility. And uh, by the time I, I did check, uh, well, it turned out positive. So I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> but maybe it does happen that sometimes it does test positive, but, you know, false positive. So I waited another week and then I tested um, again and it turned out positive again. So I was like, okay, this is it. I'm guessing uh, we're pregnant. <laughs> Um, and yeah, you can you can really say it is a, a honeymoon baby because we weren't really long together yeah. after the wedding. <laughs> yeah, literally a honeymoon baby yeah. because if you left after three days. Like... <laughs> and then um, I waited a bit um, to tell 30 because yeah, I wanted to me. kind of surprise him in, in a special way, not just tell him on the phone, oh, we're pregnant. Uh, I ended up um, ordering something on uh online there was a baby romper that said uh i can't wait to meet you daddy and i uh shipped Aww. it to his house and yeah i was on the phone um when i when i told him to open the package he thought it was because I, I think it was almost close to our first month series so a month series, after so. after our well, two um, months oh probably, two months yeah two yeah months, he yeah. thought it was a month series wedding gift yeah. for him what's this and then yeah we were on um on a phone call on a video call and then I was like oh can you open this package and that's how I told him so you were going through all of this you know alone by yourself taking all these tests and, and whatnot so wow that must have been hard to kind of keep under wraps it was it was because uh we're usually a couple that <laughs> tells each other everything straight away like something happens something small happens I already tell him so it was really difficult for me to keep it a secret I wasn't uh, trying to keep it a secret on purpose, but it, I just wanted to tell them in a nice, memorable way. way. Yeah. <laughs> so, thirty, why don't you share, you know, your version of events on on that call? <laughs> Honestly, because usually when she's hiding something and you know trying to surprise me, there's a bit bit of like you know you can kind of tell. Yeah, it's like hmm, something's going on, but no, was, <laughs> she was able to like hide it and kind of surprise me fully. And yes, yeah, so it was like our month three um, wedding. I was like, oh, sorry, I didn't get you anything. <laughs> and then uh, I, um, she told me, okay, make sure you record yourself. And yeah. I was on the phone, and then there, there was one phone recording and one phone on us together on, on the video call together. Video call, okay. Yeah, so it, was, it came in a little small box, and then all of a sudden I opened it and could barely see. I was like, all I saw was um, daddy. I was like, what was this? <laughs> I started la laughing. I like, was this? <laughs> and then I lifted it up a bit, and I was just speechless. Like anyone that knows me, mm -hmm. I, I'm never speechless. I, I talk a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I talk a lot, yeah. And I could not speak. I was just, I could not. <laughs> just, no, like just thinking right about now. it now, yeah. It's it's for a good like 20 seconds, I was just looking at her like and looking back and, and I was just like <laughs> stunned. And then she said... I had to speak for him to, to kind of realize what was happening. Yeah. I said, oh, we're pregnant. And that's when it kind of hit him, I think. Yeah, because, um, you know, reading, I can't wait to meet your daddy. I was like, is this a joke? Like, <laughs> is this a joke? Like, for real? Like, I, I, my mouth just dropped. I was... I can't believe it. I was really, like, 
it was un- an unbelievable mo- moment. Like my emotions was just like riled up, and I just couldn't think, process couldn't process that, yeah. anything. So, what were you know the other emotions that both of you experienced? You know, finding out about the pregnancy. Uh, to be honest, uh, we were not really planning um, to get pregnant straight away, but uh, we were like, oh, maybe we can wait a year or so. We wanted to travel together and do things together after being in a long distance relationship for so long. But uh, at the same time, we also said that if it happens, uh, it's God's will and we will, of course, take it. The only thing that was a bit difficult was being separated um, from 30 yeah. in the beginning, especially right after uh, the wedding. And when I found out I wasn't physically with him. By the time I was able to speak to him about it, it, it felt uh, lighter. I wouldn't call it a burden, but a kind of... Um, like a relief. Yeah, relief of being able to talk to someone about it instead of just having to keep it to yourself. I was very emotional, I think, also for 30. He already said it. He was quite speechless when he uh, found out, am I am I ready for this? Are we ready for this? Mm, yeah. That's what uh, one of our concerns were. And then we were also thinking like, oh, what if... We're not ready for this. Yeah. What if there's... But in the moment, like, while I was away, you were able to talk to your mom, weren't you? Like, after you told me, you were able to tell her as well, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. I told I told my to... mom after um, a week or two after, I, I was able to um, also talk to my mom. And I told her, oh, I'm pregnant. She was, she was happy. And that was also some emotional support that I needed and that she was able to give me, not just my mom, but also my dad. By the time I told them, it just really felt like a big relief on on my end. Yeah. So how many weeks did you keep it to yourself, Bianca? Uh, I'm not too sure the weeks, but (laughs) maybe around... I think you said it was like two, three weeks, wasn't it? Two, yeah, after I I waited for my cycle and it didn't go... Oh, no, actually, by the time I found out, it was uh, almost three weeks until I, I told 30. Yeah, it's almost a month. Three wow. weeks, okay. Almost a month. Yeah, and it's such a time where you really want to share it with your spouse, right? So, um, you know, how did you feel during those times, Bianca, when you're you're really trying to keep it a secret, but at the same time, you know, you want to share it? And were you feeling, you know, any loneliness, I guess, maybe? In a way, you can kind of call it loneliness because, um, like we said, we share everything. We don't keep any. We usually don't keep any secrets from each other. So I really, because it's, it's also such a big thing, and I wasn't expecting it. And by the time I I saw this um, positive test, I was like, the first thing that popped into my head was, um, I want to talk to to thirty about it. I want to share this because it's gonna be our baby. And keeping it from him. Yeah, it kind of uh, made me feel a bit lonely. Yeah. 30, you know, what else went through your mind, you know, after she finally told you and you were able to visit her in Hamburg too, right? It's crazy because you're you're so overwhelmed by emotions knowing that you're about to have a kid. And then when you are there in the doctors and you hear the heartbeat for the first yeah, time yeah it's a completely different it's thing it's else. like it's... you know about the baby but then when you hear the it's heartbeat like yeah being like, that's when it feels great. even more real yeah I, I think a lot of parents feel that way where i mean you know you're pregnant but the first time that you hear the heartbeat mm. it's like oh wow like there's a living being inside me <laughs> yeah the the progression from a little kind of scene <laughs> 
it's crazy those early days because we just got married mm -hmm. and now we're expecting a baby so we're adjusting to a lot of things when it comes to marriage and then we have another thing to to cope with yeah which is pregnancy and <laughs> parenthood yeah so it's, it's a lot to get to wrap your head around mm -hmm. but hearing the heartbeat for the first time was really like it's difficult to describe you really can't describe it in, in terms of that's your baby that's me and you you know <laughs> So if you can kind of share, you know, how did you manage all of your emotions? You you said there was like a whole jumble of emotions. So I'm expecting, you know, fear, happiness, excitement, I guess, all of those kinds of things. It's a lot. It's honestly, it's, it's so many things that runs through your mind, not just in the moment, but especially afterwards. When, when you just think, you know, you're going to be a dad, you're going to have to help provide, you're, you're going to have to lead the family, you're going to have to be supportive husband, you know. There's so many things. It's like you're you're scared and happy, and kind of like, how do I do this? And <laughs> it's just a lot. It's just because it's something you you haven't experienced before. This is being in charge of someone like as they grow up is something else. It's completely different to anything that we've ever. It feels like we're not qualified for it. If that makes sense, it's like, <laughs> it's like we skip like step three, three to ten, and then we went straight to. <laughs> <laughs> it went straight to it like okay here's the baby like and and that's that's for us that was kind of like the overwhelming thing i think isn't it we'd like to say we're still relatively young <laughs> some people would laugh at like some of our younger friends would laugh at that we'd like to say that we're relatively young and it feels like we're allowed to have kids this year because like, we don't feel like we're parents you know it, it, yeah it doesn't feel like we barely felt like buklon <laughs> yeah we barely felt like a married couple Right. Yeah. I mean, definitely uncharted territory that you're navigating through, right? So just how do you deal with a great blessing that is, you know, at the same time, a little bit stressful and thrusts you into uncertainty or the unknown? I'm looking forward to hearing what the Bible has to say. Here with us again on Happy Life is Brother Felmar Sereno, a minister of the gospel in the Church of Christ. Hi there, Brother Felmar, and welcome back to Happy Life as we start this new season. Hello there, everyone. Hello to the Happy Life team. Hello to you, Myrtle. And so good that we could all get back together again like this for season two of the podcast. And to start us off, we have 30 and Bianca uh, joining us for episode one of season two. And uh, very glad to have you both. And congratulations again on your newborn. Hi, Brother Famar. Thank you so much. Hello. So, I would first like to respond at this time to what was mentioned earlier about the viewed pros and cons on becoming pregnant right after getting married. Now, we are not saying here that it is wrong to have an opinion on the matter or that you should absolutely reject any suggestion that others may give you about getting pregnant in your first year or so of marriage. But there is a biblical truth to remember when planning or not to have a child or when to have a child and how many, in fact, what should we remember? Let me quote for everyone what is written here in the book of Proverbs, chapter 19, verse 21. In the New International Version, the Bible says, many are the plans in a person's heart. But it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. This is what we should never lose sight of. While we do have the opportunity to make plans, 
and hear suggestions and weigh the supposed pros and cons of getting pregnant, in the end, in spite of all of our efforts, it is the Lord's purpose that prevails. So, for example, a married couple decides that they do want children right after the wedding. However, it's not happening. Well, God has a purpose for that. It could be the opposite. Husband and wife do not want a honeymoon baby. Rather, they want a couple years first to themselves. They do not want to become parents right away. But that's not what happens. They do become pregnant sooner than planned. Well, God has a purpose for that too. And if I'm not mistaken, if I heard it right earlier, for yourselves, 30 and Bianca, you, you kind of wanted some time first to yourselves, huh? Before becoming parents. Am I right? Yes, Brother Felma. <laughs> we, well, we have been in a long-distance relationship for so long. So we're like, okay, let's, let's take this time to, to Just enjoy, enjoy our, our long time, travel the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, well, there you go. A perfect example to what was just mentioned, what ended up happening in reality is, is different from what they had planned. But the point is, what ends up happening, God has a purpose for that. And when God's purpose does begin to unfold before us, what do we need to do? We'll stay here in the book of Proverbs, chapter 3 this time, though. We'll go and read verses 5 to 6 here in the message translation. The Bible teaches, Trust God from the bottom of your heart. Don't try to figure out everything on your own. Listen for God's voice in everything you do, everywhere you go. He's the one who will keep you on track. When God's purpose starts to unfold before us, what do we need to do? We need to trust Him. How should we trust God? The Bible states, from the bottom of your heart. What else does the Bible mean when it teaches us to trust God? Don't try to figure out everything on your own, the Bible says. So in the case of newlyweds having a baby right away or not, whatever the outcome, we ought to recognize that that is God's purpose. That's his plan for us, and we must trust him, even if what ended up happening is different from what we originally hoped or planned. But maybe some are thinking right now, and, and maybe um, it's something that has crossed your mind, 30 and Bianca. How can you be sure that you will succeed down this path that God has purposed for you when originally that's not what you had planned? So how can you be sure that you will succeed on something that you originally didn't plan? That's why the Bible stated, right? Listen for God's voice in everything you do. He's the one who will keep you on track. So it may be something different from what was originally planned. But if we're listening to God's voice, he will teach us how to adapt. He will teach us how to, to get through it, to be successful down this path that he has purposed for us. Listening for God's voice, what is the equivalent of that? If we read the same verse in the New King James Version, it's equivalent to 
acknowledging or recognizing God. And thirdly, if I can ask you very quickly, what is one way that we prove to God that we do acknowledge or recognize Him? And Brother Thelma, one way we recognize God is by praying to Him at all times. Correct. Exactly. Prayer. So devotional prayer is crucial, especially if you are pregnant and expecting an additional member of the family. We need the Lord God to continue to guide our every decision we make for the well-being and security of our family. And what should we never forget about raising a family? Let me read for you from 1 Timothy this time, chapter 5, verse 8, here in the Revised Standard Version. If anyone does not provide for his relatives, and especially for his own family, he has disowned the faith and is worse than an unbeliever. Based on this biblical truth, the Lord God holds parents responsible to provide for their own family. Thus, what are some guiding questions to consider when you're expecting a child, particularly if this is your first child? So here are some guiding questions. Number one, have my spouse and I worked out a plan for our finances? I'll say it again. Have my spouse and I worked out a plan for our finances? So what are things to consider? Hospital bills, present and upcoming, gas bills for all of those back and forth checkups, budget for diapers, baby wipes, baby clothes, baby bottles, you know, everything baby, right? Um, for yourself, 30 and Bianca, uh, praise be to God, your daughter has already been born, right? But uh, prior to, did you also experience, you know, these uh, bills just uh, and expenses just, you know, coming left and right? Um, yes, Brother Felma. Well, here in the UK, it's not too much of a problem regarding hospital bills. But um, one thing that we had to consider is the baby room. Mm -hmm. Like, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot <laughs> to consider. We never expected it to be that much, actually. And going into it, Bianca, did you talk with 30? Like, did you work out a plan? Was it helpful to have a plan going into this? We weren't sure what to expect. Um, we did end up talking about it in, in our situation. 30 is responsible for the finances, so I leave it all up to him. I see. Okay. Well, if, if that is how you communicated with each other for your situation, then that works as well, right? It's important that husband and wife communicate. Uh, the point is, though, it, this is a guiding question, generally speaking, for everyone who's going into pregnancy, expecting a child, especially if it's their first one. It does help to be prepared by having a plan for those expenses or financial concerns. All right. So here's another guiding question for those who are expecting a child. Have my spouse and I worked out a plan for household chores and other important routine activities? Obviously, as the pregnancy progresses, there are many things your respective wife will not be able to do. And that includes also after the baby has been born. So husbands out there who are expecting a child or your wife is currently pregnant or has recently given birth, right? You know, we really need to brace ourselves because as a loving and responsible husband, 
you will take on most, if not all, of the housework while earning a living and while tending to your wife and your unborn child or newborn child, as the case may be. So, you know, side note, you you are really fortunate and, and express your gratitude if your parents and relatives are around and they're willing to help, right? But with or without that extra help, husband and wife ought to work out a plan for things like doing the laundry, taking out the trash, staying on top of important dates like uh, paying the rent on time. You don't want to forget that, right? What else? Renewing things like your car insurance. But as members of the Church of Christ, above all, let's stay on top of our spiritual obligations and deadlines, such as preparing for the worship service ahead of time, marking our calendar for the upcoming committee prayer meetings or CFO activities, setting aside for our Thanksgiving, finding ways to attend Bible studies and share our faith. So, regardless of how busy life gets, we must never lose sight of accomplishing these Bible-based doctrines of ours and all the others. Why? Because even more important than providing the material is providing the spiritual needs of our family. And what does it mean to God when that is the order of our priorities? It means that we do trust Him with all of our heart. And for that, what will God do for us again? He will keep us on the right track. Thank you, Brother Felmar, for joining us again here on Happy Life and for sharing the biblical advice that always provides us with insight and clarity. And also for those probing questions to really help expectant parents to prepare. Now, before you go, Bianca and 30, do you have anything further you'd like to ask? Yes, Myrtle. Um, we were wondering, Brother Felmar, we just like some advice on balancing our relationship while being new parents. Ah, okay, okay. Married life is an adjustment. Having a child is an adjustment in itself, right? So all of these adjustments happening, which is why, to answer your question, we did the series on communication in season one. Because to maintain that balance and harmony within the relationship of a married couple, communication is huge. Communication is big. So hopefully you can have a chance to review those episodes. And in those episodes, we hear from married couples, their experiences and what helped them, as well as, again, Bible-based advice, right? Because nothing beats Bible-based advice. God's counsel, His guidance, so that our marriage will work and will be harmonious and will have that balance, like you said, every day. In that series on communication, we touch topics like how do you handle disagreements, expectations, making decisions. So those things and more were, were discussed in season one. So I'm not going to you know, go over everything right now all over again. Uh, it, would, it would take a lot of time up. Point is, communication is big. And just as a side note to that, in my humble opinion, and, and based on experience and also working with other uh, married couples, you know, sometimes the imbalance in the relationship, sometimes it stems from something as simple as you just both need a break. Sometimes it's as simple as that. You just both need a break. So uh, as a side note, a suggestion would be 
Try to have an outlet. Uh, try to have an outlet, a personal outlet, and an outlet that you do together as husband and wife. Like for others, you know, the personal outlet of the husband could be, you know, just having time alone to read a book at a coffee shop, you know, just to reset the stress levels, you know, kind of to, to do that. Or for the wife, it could be, you know, to take a brisk walk around the neighborhood, right? Get some fresh air in your lungs. And um, an outlet that can be done together is, you know, to maybe watch a movie together, right? Have a good laugh, you know, just to, you know, get your mind off of things. Again, reset those stress levels and then go back together again, you know, to tackle uh, the problems of life, right? But again, that's just, this, uh, you know, just something on the side that, um, you know, we, we can share. Number one always is the Bible-based uh, guidance we receive, communicating with God. We also touched on those things in season one on that series on communication. So, so hopefully, uh, does, that, does that answer your uh, question, uh, 30 and Bianca? Yes, yes Brother Foma, thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. If you don't mind me asking, do you have something like that, like, like an outlet that you do um, together? We used to watch um, movies together, Brother Foma. We used to have like this little tiny projector screen and... We used to try and uh, protect it on the on the screen on the, on the wall of our on our bed, but right now we haven't had the chance to have any. I think focuses on the baby right. Yeah, now. the only time we've ever had any relaxed time is just walking around the the house in the garden or something. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like at least you have that, right? You know, because the way I see it, if you don't make like you know, the, like kind of like the extra effort to pinpoint, you know, just really you know set it in stone on this day at this time. We're going to unwind, you know, we're, let's let's get some time for ourselves. Let's get a break, reset so that we can um, keep going. Right. So, yeah, it, it helps to have an outlet. So uh, thanks for sharing that as well. And hopefully it's of help too to all the listeners out there. Thanks again, Brother Falmar. And we'll see you next time on Happy Life. Thank you, everybody. Bye for now. So 30 and Bianca, if I can just add my two cents to a little bit of advice on, on maybe finding that balance, don't be afraid to ask for help. Everybody needs help. So if you're fortunate enough to have family and friends who are willing to maybe watch the baby for an hour, take the time to have that quality time together so that you can continue to build on your own relationship while you also adjust to becoming new parents. To be honest, that is one of our difficulties, I think, to reach out for help. Uh, there's so many people offering their advice right now, but uh, we're still yet to take out their offer. We're trying. We're trying, yeah. I know it's hard. It's hard to let go because, you know, she is your first baby um, and your new parents. Yes, <laughs> uh, we were fortunate enough to have our family help us in... The first couple of weeks. Yes, um, oh, her family great. actually came here a few weeks ago to help with the baby and to meet her, their grandkids, <laughs> which was really beautiful beautiful memories. So 30, you know, when we chatted before, you said when you first heard the news during that video call, uh, you asked Bianca to pray together. Can you share what your prayer was about? Uh, yes. Um, it was uh, really unexpected, like what we, what we mentioned earlier. So the prayer was just mainly just from the heart. We we're just so thankful. Mm. We we're so thankful. It was a prayer of thanks and a prayer to ask for help. Mm -hmm for the solution you know because we don't know how to be good parents but through prayers we we always ask help us to to be a good yeah. example to give us the solutions because in the prayer i i said something along the lines of 
we know that this is a blessing, but we know that there will be many tests that we'll encounter along the way. But whatever the test may be, help us to pass them. Mm-hmm. Help us to overcome them and to learn from those tests. Yes, having a baby for us is really, really an amazing thing. But we're overthinkers, both of us, mm-hmm. and we, we worry a lot. You know, that's one thing that we would like to improve in ourselves. But that's one thing that I mentioned in the prayer that help us to always be thankful, no matter the situation, the circumstance. And and even until now, we, we pray for the same things. Always more, with a thankful heart. Always with, no matter difficulty, no matter the circumstance. I think that's the difficult thing, just having a positive outlook in this, any situation. Because right now, currently, praise be to God, you know, the baby, Evie, is, is, is perfectly healthy. Mm-hmm. And we're thankful. It was just an overwhelming thanks and just nonstop crying. (laughs) Oh, well, you know, thank you for sharing all that with us. But, you know, what are your biggest worries as you dive into parenthood? And how has the adjustment been to this new chapter in your life? In the beginning, it was um, or it still is very scary because, uh, yeah, we're first time parents. We haven't experienced this before. We don't know how to raise a child we don't know how to, yeah, just take care of her, do things. I mean, you can only read as much on online about how to parent, but at the end of the day, you have to figure it out on your own, like how to be able to take care of this baby or of Evie. <laughs> and of course, uh, with, with prayer, that's really one of the things that is helping us the most on, on how to be able to cope with everything that we're experiencing right now. But yeah, it's just crazy because when you think about it, you have to, this isn't just a like a one month thing and then you can kind of like <laughs> say, okay, I don't want this anymore. But it's a, you have to raise this child until they're old enough to be able to stand on their own. Even after. Or even after, yeah. 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 I mean, I don't think it stops, honestly. You yeah. know, there's, yeah. there's no handbook that Lifetime. says, okay, at, yeah. at this stage, you do this. At this stage, you <laughs> do this. Right? Be yeah, and you're always is- learning as well, right? Because when they become parents, I think you still continue to parent your own children. Yeah, right? yeah. Because- we, we can tell from our parents. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, how do you get past all the worries and the fears that you have? Just a matter of accepting what's been given to us, good and bad. So whatever God's plan is for us. It helps us get past the, the worries and fears, I guess. Because if you kind of go against it, if you're really negative towards a certain situation, it kind of feeds into the worry and fear even more. It makes it worse. Yeah, it makes it a lot worse. Rather than if you just accept it in the moment, it makes it better. And you, you know that you're following God's plan. And that's what we continue to pray for, to have that characteristic to help us to follow whatever his plan may be for us, whatever it may be. And because at the end of the day, God always knows what's best for us. He's always given us and allowed us to have the best in this life, whatever it might be. It's always been for the best. And it's also easier to manage those uh, day-to-day challenges we experience when we have this positive outlook. Yes, it. yes. We do that every day now. We, we <laughs> At the end of the day, we try to have, a, what what three things are you most grateful for today? Even if it's a small thing, like, yeah. oh, we got to eat lunch together. <laughs> like, <laughs> we were know. able to take a nap together. Yeah, like, those simple little things really are, uh, you get to appreciate mm. uh, even more. 
Yeah, no, those are great. You know, that's a great mindset. And to be able to have those affirmations at the end of the day, and it changes how you look at things in a, in a more positive light. You know, what are your hopes? And what are you looking forward to now? We are looking forward to seeing how um, she will develop her own personality. <laughs> we kind of see some of our own traits in her. Like it's the small things like the way she sleeps, for example. And she has some uh, favorite positions that kind of remind me of 30 sleeping positions. <laughs> and that's kind of cute to see. Yeah. Like she's She really is a mix of the two of us. And we're excited to also see her grow even more. Mm, yeah. And also another thing for us is we're really excited for for her to be an active member of the church, mm. you know, uh, for her to be strong in the faith. Definitely. That, that's that's for us. That's going to be one of the main things that's really we're so excited to see to perform with her. Oh, imagine <laughs> that the first time she's in a choir loft or, or, you know, whatever her duty will be in the future, though, if you and all of us are performing together. That's that's the goal. That's the dream. <laughs> <laughs> that's the dream. That's the dream. Well, I'm sure, you know, with all of your prayers and the support system you have in your family and friends, I have no doubt you two will be great parents. So, you know, congratulations again. And thank you for sharing your experiences and your emotions that you went through here with us on Happy Life. Thank you so much, Bertol. Thank you so much for talking to us and having us. (laughs) Yeah, that was really nice. I'll give little Evie a hug from Auntie Myrtle. (laughs) We will, after she wakes up. (laughs) After she wakes up. Becoming parents in the first year of marriage sounds daunting, but we hope the discussion that we had today provided some comfort for those newlyweds who are currently expecting. Remember to lean on your friends and family, and most of all, trust God. And that brings us to the end of our episode for today. To learn more about Christian relationships, please visit incmedia.org. And if you'd like to say hi, send us a question, or see who our newlywed guests are, you can visit our Instagram account at happylife.podcast. Please also remember to share our podcast with your family and friends and all the newlyweds that you know. Thank you from all of us here on the Happy Life team. We're so glad you joined us today and hope we've all been reminded about the blessing of marriage.